Hi, I'm Jason Lehman. I've been in the ministry space working behind the scenes, coaching and mentoring and serving ministry leaders for over 20 years. And in that time, I found that a lot of leaders run out of steam. They get discouraged. They find themselves off the path that God has for them. And we don't think it needs to be that way. We believe that ministry is an adventure. I think it's time for us to navigate that better. This is the Ministry Edge Podcast. Ministry Edge Podcast. I am your host today. My name is Jason Lehman. So I don't know if you're like me, but I like to be prepared for a conversation. And I don't need to do a lot of homework or those kind of things, but I'd like to at least have some information before I, I get into something. And the times I'm not prepared and someone is asking me to give information, present something, I can get flustered. And that might happen to you too. You know, you run into someone and they ask what you do. When you're unprepared for that question, uh, we end up responding in ways that sometimes are not helpful to us. So I'll give you an example. You're out of your normal area. You're out of town. You get into an elevator. You're wearing a shirt with your church logo on it. And uh, the person you're in the elevator with says, uh, hey, what's that about? And he points to the logo on your shirt. Well, we take a minute. And we have to make an instantaneous decision about what we're going to say because we know that this elevator ride is short. So we don't want to give up or miss out on any of this great information we have about our ministry. So we take a deep breath and then we go and we just start talking. And we may not stop talking until the elevator ride is over and you're possibly handing a business card or you're wishing somebody a good day as the doors open and they walk away. In those few moments, we might feel really good about what we said. We might feel like we've done something that changed their life, and they're going to start attending your church, or they're going to become a donor. But the reality is, most of the time, we don't actually give them the information they need to, in turn, take a step with us. What we do is we fire hose them. We give them so much information in such a short amount of time that them getting off the elevator and thanking you for the information is their way of saying goodbye. I've done this so many times where I should have kept something really concise. I should have been very, very short in what I said so that there was room to have a conversation. But instead, I felt like if I didn't give a whole lot of information right now and I didn't cover every possible angle of that information that somehow I did something wrong. But if I don't leave any room for someone to interact, I never created any curiosity for anyone to feel like they're part of a conversation. And so in that moment on an elevator where somebody is overwhelmed with a ton of information, I feel like I've done my job in giving them you know, a whole bunch of information. They actually feel like they never want to talk to me again. They might get off the elevator and say, that was crazy. That was way too much information. I might be thinking that I've changed their life. Now, obviously, I'm being dramatic in how I'm describing this. Hopefully, this isn't what's happening. But there are times that all of us are guilty of getting into a situation unprepared, not having the right words selected ahead of time to explain something about what we do, something about the ministry that we are part of, about our church, about how people can be involved with that. So... I would suggest that the primary goal when someone says, 
what's that about? And they point to the logo on your shirt, or there's some sort of interaction where they're inquiring about who you are and what you do, that the goal should not be an information dump. The goal should be to create curiosity. Let me speak to curiosity for a minute. I think for a lot of leaders, we try to avoid creating moments of curiosity because we feel like if people have more questions, we didn't do a good enough job explaining things to begin with. I would argue that that's not entirely true. Curiosity can be a great indicator of someone's interest level or the possibility of someone having a higher interest level. When someone is willing to ask a question, there is an opportunity for discussion. There's an opportunity for a next step. That's something to consider when you get into an elevator, you get into a conversation with someone. How do you create moments of curiosity? And then in turn, answer those. So over the years, we have helped a lot of ministries rethink their presentation and rethink what happens when they get into an elevator or they're having a a conversation with someone at the grocery store. And we call this approach that we use the E3. And the only reason is because there's three E's in the approach. So this comes from my pastor days where we need to make sure everything lines up that way. But these three E's are really a good way for you to think through the the sections of how you give someone information. And it also allows you to stay structured in how you do that. The first E in the E3 is to engage people. So another way to look at this word is to think about when you're having a conversation with someone at a table. And the goal of the initial part of this approach in engaging someone is to get them to lean in. Imagine sitting across from someone and just giving them an information dump. There's really no reason for them to lean in and say, wow, that's really interesting. Please tell me more about that. Now, there may come a point in your conversation where that does happen, it usually doesn't happen right out of the gate. The first part of this, when, when you are engaging someone in a presentation in any form, you are trying to create interest. You're trying to create a connection. And you do that with emotion. We are emotional creatures. We perceive things with emotion. We interact with things with emotion. We, we remember things based on emotional experiences. So one of the best ways to engage someone is with an emotional opportunity, an emotional experience, an emotional connection. So if you're a pastor, you're already used to doing this. You're already used to using illustrations and stories and interest types of tools and content that get people's attention. This is a good way to begin conversations and presentations with people. So number one, engage. Think about how you would have a conversation with someone and they would lean in with a desire to learn more. So after you've done that, in that short moment, the next step is to educate them. So this is when we want someone to know something. This is when we want someone to actually have information that they can in turn ask further questions and things like that. This is what you're probably used to doing. You know, these are all the things we do. These are all the programs we have. You know, all of the stuff that you're kind of used to talking about. Now, the more you can condense that, the better. But it's really important to remember that that needs to happen second, not first. So educating people, this is your opportunity to tell them some of the specifics, some of the details. Third, so this is the place where sometimes people forget to take this third step. And this third step is when we empower someone to do something. 
And really what this comes down to is what do we want someone to do? What are we equipping someone to take a next step in? So if this is a donor presentation or this is a donor conversation that you're having, this is when you ask someone to support your ministry. If you're having a conversation with someone about your church, this is the place where you invite them. We've seen over and over throughout all of these years where people had a lot of good information, but they didn't have a good story and they didn't have a good way to ask people to be involved with them. Asking someone to be involved with you, especially if you created a path of curiosity and a good reason for people to be part of your ministry, you kind of leave them hanging out to dry. Most ministries have the ability to speak to these three areas, but they usually don't speak to these three areas at the same time. And so there might be some sort of big presentation made, but they leave out the opportunity to empower someone to do something. Or they might skip over a point of engagement, a point of emotion, a point of story, a place to build interest and connection, and they dive right into the information. Healthy communication, good presentations, good places to build connections that in turn have a higher likelihood of people stepping into ministry with you have these three areas. The takeaway is that you want to be prepared the next time you get into an elevator, the next time you're having coffee with someone, the next time you're sitting on a plane and someone's asking you, what is it you do? Or tell me about that logo that you have on the shirt. Learn to take people through a process in your communication that engages them, that educates them, and in turn empowers them to do something. I think you'll be surprised at what might happen. There's a blog on uh, the website that walks you through this. Would love for you to check that out. As always, I'm very grateful to have you uh, listening in today. Uh, Until next time, go do some better ministry. (music) 